deal with airplane peanuts. Bobby Lee has an extensive comedic acting background, dating all the way back to his first ever movie role in 1999 as Chinese Man. I did the underground comedy movie that for a decade they they put, did advertisements late at night on Comedy Central, and I was in those advertisements. I got a lawyer to get out of it. To get out of it. Oh my god! Because he paid me fifty bucks. But up to this point, there's been very few serious or dramatic acting roles on Bobby's resume, outside of some improv on Bad Friends and this impromptu scene with Andrew Santino on Flagrant. <laughs> my son, <laughs> I love you so much, and I gotta tell you. <laughs> The only heart that you can have is mine. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> but I'm not gonna give it to you. What the f Because there's so many other Koreans I can buy. <laughs> what the f Even though he often downplays his acting career, being considered a legitimate actor seems like something Bobby Lee takes very seriously, despite his off-screen antics and wildcard reputation in Hollywood. But I call that the Korean hello. It's a cultural thing. I understand you attempted to make that case, but the employer didn't. The, yeah, yeah. The employer didn't, didn't see it that way. Well, it was early. Like it was early in the morning. I didn't know who she was. She was a new actress on the show. So you needed to say hello. I wanted to welcome her to the show in a cultural way. And, and you you knew she was a player. She was in the in the team now. No, she, I didn't know. You didn't even know she'd been. A part I, of I didn't the cast. know who she was. Okay. And she was sitting there eating yogurt. In my, my gut said. Fart in her mouth. Mm -hmm. It's your instinct, right? My instinct your says, instinct. exactly. And no, your cultural. No, cultural. No, it was a survival instinct. Even though he might be a handful to work with at times, Bobby Lee has played a role in dozens of famous comedies, such as Pineapple Express, The Dictator, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. In fact, Bobby has 89 TV and movie credits on IMDb, which is quite impressive to think he's been able to be a part of that many different projects while maintaining a thriving stand-up and podcasting career. But in order to make the real jump from stand-up comedian to movie star comedian, it's crucial to demonstrate the ability to play a lead role in more than just comedy projects. And that's been a big hole in Bobby's acting resume, until now. In a short film titled Death and Ramen that came out last week, Bobby Lee stars alongside Matt Jones, aka Badger from Breaking Bad, as the main characters in maybe the most dramatic role Bobby has ever filmed. Don't get me wrong, Bobby has plenty of funny moments in this film as well, but seeing him as an actor in this serious light was a super interesting experience. What was even more interesting, however, was getting a chance to talk with the writer and director of this film, Tiger G. So right off the bat, Bobby Lee has shared dozens of insane stories from trouble that he can get into working on movies and TV shows over the years. So after creating this film with Bobby, is he as crazy as people say? And do you have any funny stories from his time on set? You know, it was really interesting because I had expected there to be some separation from Bobby, the persona on stage and uh, on screen and who he is in real life. That guy is the whole package, you know, he's as wonderful and, and insane in person as he is uh, as a persona. There's a little bit of farting, was, uh, <laughs> but but surprisingly, he was incredibly like kind to to his crew and and me. Like there's something quite fatherly about him too. There's a lot of like interesting stories uh, to how we got to set though. We met over Korean barbecue uh, before we decided to shoot the movie. You know, he shows up like 15 minutes late, and 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 like he's he's like five foot four, right? He comes in, but the whole room, like uh, in Korean barbecue restaurant, kind of just stops and and they stare at him. And we sit down, and before we make it to our table, he like 
grabs me by the shoulder. He turns me around. He goes, I'm paying today. And then he takes home the takeout, you know, so it's like, <laughs> that's like Bobby in, in, in a nutshell. Well, we've all seen Bobby as a hilarious comedic actor, but in Death and Ramen, there's some more serious scenes and tones. How would you rate him as a dramatic actor? Real fast before Tiger answers that question, we got to hear a quick word from the sponsor of today's video. I love watching sports, especially when I'm making money. And that's where today's sponsor, Underdog Fantasy, comes in. Underdog is the easiest way to play fantasy sports. Not just football, you can make picks on baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's simple. Just pick whether you think a player's stats will be higher or lower, and you can make big money. Right now, Underdog is giving new users a special offer for Kenny Pickett higher or lower than one yard. I'm going over on Ayuk and Metcalf receiving, and McCaffrey rushing. Underdog Pick'em games are available in 30 plus states, including California, Texas, and even Canada. All you have to do is click the link below or download Underdog via the App Store and use code JOKEWORLD. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code JOKEWORLD for a first deposit match up to $100. It makes watching the NFL even more interesting for me, so make your own picks and rep your own team with Underdog. I think he's the best. I think that a lot of comedians um, tend to have like a real feel for tragedy and drama, but aren't necessarily given the space to do so. Mm -hmm. I think that Bobby historically has, you know, he's been on Mad TV and he's played a lot of stereotypical characters kind of to be a supporting character and to be the butt of the joke. I was inspired to cast him in a more dramatic role that still utilized his, you know, very funny and comedic chops. But I was inspired when I saw the 300th episode of Tiger Belly, where over the course of that episode, you know, he was so vulnerable and open uh, with his friend David Cho and Steven Yun. And it just sort of introduced me to a version a Bobby that I hadn't seen before. It was a version that was very sensitive and kind of dark. You you always knew that there was darkness that's there, but the vulnerability felt fresh to me. And that's when I knew that uh, he had what it took to to do it and just was never offered the, the platform. You were inspired from the episode of Tiger Belly, but being 21 years old, making a movie with Bobby Lee and Matt Jones from Breaking Bad has to be kind of a surreal experience, regardless of how talented you are. They don't know that at the beginning. Did the star power of these actors add any pressure or were you able to just operate business as usual? I definitely was not able to operate business as usual. <laughs> there was a lot of push and pull. I like to do a lot of rehearsals and and you know we didn't have the leverage to have bobby like come in for all those rehearsals because he was already coming in for like a lot of overnight shoots it helped that bobby and matt uh who plays badger in breaking bad and plays death in my film it helped that they were friends prior to to, to filming oh. and I, that was a total coincidence um i had no idea i just casted each of them separately and they knew each other from like years ago and so that really helped that they could sort of entertain each other and be like each other's friends along the way, because it was a really tough, grueling shoot. I would say that it was like a process of like kind of proving myself to to these actors who have really been around the block. And I do think, though, it somehow helped me a little bit, too, being so young. You know, there's a kind of like interesting mystique around it of you know they don't know what I'm capable of. I could just be like a total phony, but also you know, could be capable of more. It was like just the big question mark to them until until the end of the shoot. Well, Tiger, thank you so much for your time today. Do you have any closing statements? What should the people know about this film, about yourself, about Bobby? Where can they find it? Anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah, the film's available now on, on YouTube for North American territories. We'll be doing like some interviews and um, announcements very soon, but yeah, I really hope you enjoy this movie. It's certainly a funny film, but it's not a laugh out loud film. It's as sad as it is funny. It's as sensitive as it is, you know, quirky. And for the for the film fans, uh, you know, we love to see 
comedians kind of like step outside their comfort zone and do something different. Guest spots from last week, the Joe Rogan Experience talked with Kim Congdon and Sarah Weinshank. Whiskey Ginger talked with Miss Pat. Ralph Barbosa was a guest on Tiger Belly. Ralph also visited your mom's house. Are You Garbage had on Big J Okerson. Flagrant did not have a guest. Two Bears, One Cave was Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. Sebastian was on Chrissy Chaos. Taste Buds and Stuff Island battled Donuts versus Crumb Cake versus Raspberry Twists. Nick Mullen and Louis J. Gomez were on the Tim Dillon Show. Tim Dillon was on Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Tim was also on Kill Tony, as well as We Might Be Drunk. It's like a different kind of bird. You're like, this is like a weird... It's a weird group. It's a weird group, but you, I'm, I'm into it. They're very different, even though they look it's similar in a way, but it's off. It, there was a show called Sliders in the 90s. I remember that. With Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. And people, the time travel. And, and Sliders was, and Louis kind of talks about Australia like this, too, where you, you're there and you're like, it's almost our world. Right. And then Louis says, oh, like a weird parrot will fly by. So Sliders was just, they kept trying to get back to their world, and every time they'd slide into another dimension. Right. Some of them would obviously not be theirs. Like, it would be like Jeez. dinosaurs. But then some of them, you'd be like... Oh, this is our world, and right. then it's like somebody's like head would like do a full three sixty. Go, oh, we're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, sliders. Yeah, boy, you're always talking about food. So- <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend, with Theo Vaughn spoke with Stavros. Stavi was also on first date. Hey, babe, posted the best of 2023. Weird Al was on the Blocks podcast. Sam Morell visited Stavi's world. Kyle Dunnigan was on Take Your Shoes Off. Being Ian with Jordan welcomed Stevo. Jeremiah Watkins was on You Know What, Dude. Ari Shafir was on the Legion of Skanks. The Honeydew talked with Rob Riggle. Steph Tolive was on OnlyFans, and Polly Shore was on the Harland Highway. As far as brand new stand-up comedy specials that are either out right now or coming out soon, the big one this week was Nick Mullen, Year of the Dragon, which is a brand new hour-long stand-up special that you can find on the Adam Friedland Show YouTube channel. Stavros Halkius Fat Rascal premiered today on Netflix. Also out on Netflix is Verified Stand-Up, a two-part comedy show filled at Webster Hall in New York featuring rising comedians such as Nemesh Patel, Doce Salone, and Rosebud Baker. Also, Ali Sadiq released an hour and 25 minute stand-up special titled Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover over on his YouTube channel. Also out on YouTube is Chad Daniels Mixed Reviews and Katie Boyle I'll Do It Myself, which was recorded live at New York Comedy Club. And a few specials in the works right now that will be coming out soon. Adrian Iapalushi just got done recording her next stand-up special at the Comedy Cellar. Brad Williams Starfish will come out on his website December 21st, which is also the shortest day of the year. And not technically a stand-up special, but Tom Segura, Matt Reif, Marlon Wayans and Sam Jay just all sat down for a roundtable discussion about comedy as a whole on the Variety channel that a lot of comedy fans might be interested in watching. Other than that, we just came out with the first ever line of Joke World merch last week for all the loyal subscribers that have been asking for more ways to support the channel. There's tons of good stuff on there from hoodies and shirts to hats and mugs. So if you want to take a look, the link is in the description of this video. And from now until Christmas, we will be donating one item of food to a local food bank for every item sold. Thank you for watching. At Joke World. That's it, at Joke World. And the world is WRLD. That's a great uh, YouTube channel, Joke World. Check it out.